new mics, new mics, new mics, new pod, new pod, new pod, new pod, new pod. <coughs> Let's go. Stutz, we're back again after back. the three-month hiatus or whatever. We just never three post. Months. From from potting. I we do videos and stuff. It's more of a video thing now than anything, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Like if we look at our Instagram, just take a gander there. Yeah, we we it's just videos. We've had a pod little break. Nothing to talk about. Yeah, when was our last one? November? Yeah, it's been it's been like a two month or so. We don't want to be we don't want to be boring. There's nothing to talk about in between. Effects. But so uh, we're back. Yeah, we got a good interview. We just did that before this, so it will be fun. Um good times with oh my gosh i'm sorry um but yeah stuts let's just jump right into it how is your christmas dude pretty good how about you that's great podcasting i'm glad glad we could talk about it yeah but they're not here for christmas they're here for the cross yeah but let's update them about our lives because we don't have anything else to talk about uh yeah, we do. We have a ton to talk about. The seasoning starts off this weekend with the icebreaker. Oh, yeah, dope. Yeah, we sh- should preview I think that. that. I think that Spain Park's in it this year. They weren't in it last year. No, they were in it last year. They're not supposed to be. Or they don't They don't want to no, be in it. They weren't in it last year. They're in it this year, I think. I swear. Molten's like not happy about that because someone's going to get hurt. Not, he's not happy about them doing the icebreaker? No, he doesn't like it because they always get hurt. Why? Someone always gets hurt, but the icebreaker is fun. But icebreaker is a lot of fun. Yeah, so we're just gonna completely gloss over. You know, no, we're going back to Christmas because we got new stuff for Christmas for the podcast. We got new mics, both of us. Oh yeah. So hopefully the audio quality sounds better. And um, but I honestly have no clue what it sounds like if it's better or not. It's just something that's like right here, and I can be really intimate with you Whoa, that's so weird <laughs> i should start as my smr what does mine sound like is mine closer do i sound closer to it <laughs> okay okay uh what else we had reset reset was fun yes we did have uh, reset we need more people to go to georgia for clinics because this is just my take i thunder ran a defense you and an offense you or like these like clinics that they do and we never have defensive clinics that are like actually worthwhile i'd say they're always for like younger kids on like how to break down and like how to pass and catch but there's never any like actual breakdown clinics or like i don't know defense in alabama sucks i've come to that conclusion like overall like there's not any real strategy it's just like if you get beat slide and hopefully all works out don't get run by but there's no like no real thought put into it in in my opinion and i feel like that needs to change and i think if more people would go go out more and go go to atlanta and go to those clinics we'd be a lot better for it the state as a whole thoughts comments questions uh good just far just some far. people just yeah some people don't want to go that far yeah 
you got to go far to get better. Um. So, uh, John Carroll's gone. <laughs> oh yeah, John Carroll is officially dead, and they beat me twice. I they they retired as champions. Never lost. Um, that's really sad. But oh wait, no, I had this thought in the shower because you were talking about how. John Carroll, there's a bunch of John Carroll guys on defense. And we're like, hey, Oak Mountain's defense is not going to be as good as it was last year. Yeah, there's some Oak Mountain. I mean, John Carroll kids going to Oak Mountain. Yeah, but John Carroll's defense, like those defenders were actually pretty good. And if they go to Oak Mountain, then Oak Mountain's defense is going to be more better than it was. I don't know if they're all – I'll find out if they all went. But I know that some of them did go. Yes. So that should yeah. be, that'd be an interesting thing. I should, I might film the icebreaker, honestly, just like get a couple clips or maybe just take pictures. I don't know. I've really yeah. like been taking pictures recently. They're always fun. Um, what else? Uh, where else? Or what else? Um, who else? Uh, Homewood is still alive. I Homewood still lives. Oh my gosh. Oh wait, schedule drops, schedule drops. Let's go over our schedules. That's, Okay, you can go first. Yeah. All right. So we have the icebreaker games, and then our first game is February 5th at Auburn. So it'll be interesting to see how Auburn looks this year, how we look, because I don't know. Like, I don't know how good we're going to be when that gets there. And I have no idea who's still on Auburn's team and how good they're going to be. That's like, they're like scary because they're always well coached, but they also lost a million seniors. So it's like, how's that going to look? And then the next day we played Baylor um, at Vestavia, like their high school for whatever reason. So that should be interesting. Baylor's uh, out of Chattanooga. So hopefully we win that one. Um, then we play Homewood, and then and then we play Bob Jones. Oh, my gosh, we don't have to go up to Bob Jones this year. That's clutch. Um, and then we take our annual Tennessee trip, and we go to Macaulay, and we play Trinity, which is out of Kentucky, and we play Macaulay. And those are two fun games, I'd say, because it's not every day you get to play Macaulay, and they're always yeah. – they're a pretty big name. And then we play Huntsville at Huntsville. Thompson, Helena. Oh my gosh, we have warm up games for y'all. Oh my gosh. And then we play Mountain Brook at Briarwood. And <laughs> we play Huntsville, Thompson, and Helena before we play y'all. Some solid teams before. Yeah. Oh, and then we, yeah, now we get into the bulk of our schedule. And this is, this is mid March. So then we play Oak Mountain. And then we play Hoover. And then we play James Clement. James, why did we, I don't know. I that's nice. James Clemens, and then we play Vestavia, and our last game of the season is Spain Park. Do so, you guys have your Do you guys have your playoff game already? I I think that's a typo, and because you were telling me about that, you're like our yeah, first maybe, games yeah, at Auburn, but I don't I don't know what that means. Uh, well, unless they have like designated like locations for each. I don't know. Game. Maybe it is a typo, but our first game we haven't gotten our exhibition games in yet. But for the GULA stuff, uh, James Clemens, and then Oak Mountain. Bob Jones, Thompson, Spin Park, then Briarwood, Helena, Estavia, 
Huntsville, Hoover, Homewood, and then Auburn. They did it good this year. Lawrence is playing at Homewood. This is just in. Lawrence is playing at Homewood. Did he just text you? He just texted me this, yes. Oh, no. 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 Dang it, Lawrence. Dude. Oh, my gosh. I mean, oh, my gosh. Lawrence has never lost to me. Yeah. He's going to beat you again. Dude, Lawrence runs friggin' Briarwood. Dude, he might score on you. He's, Dude, he's, he might. He just he, might. He might deck a couple kids and just make it into, into your goal. I wouldn't be surprised. Wait, is he actually going to play for Homewood, though? Yeah, he just tech, I, I Like, when we were talking earlier, I texted Or did he just get, like, sanctioned for Homewood? And then he's like, oh, huh, am I really going to play? He's playing. Look, it says Homewood. <laughs> No way. Oh, my gosh. That's that scary. The John Carroll defense is going to Homewood. Actually, no, not necessarily. Sense. It's private. It's private school, so we don't know where they live. That's fair. But that does make sense because I guess Homewood is the closest school to John Carroll. So it would make sense if a couple of kids went to Homewood than other yeah. schools. That's um, actually scary, though. Gosh. So that means – I don't know what that means, actually. I have no I clue know. what that means. Did that one good deep hole. Oh, I can't remember his name. No, um, he left. Oh, wait, or no, for... No, he's in our grade. For John Carroll? Yeah. Oh, I have no clue. Um, so What was I saying? Um, we have an even schedule. It's like big game, small game, big game, small game, big game, small game, big game, small game. Like, I think we have, like, we'll have, like, a warm-up in between. Like, our, What's our first big... Actually, Auburn's a pretty big game for us. Just... We always play Auburn first just to see where, like, we are. So we play Auburn, and then we play Baylor. I, th- I don't know how good Baylor is. I don't think they're, like, anything to write home about, but I don't they're think really they're, like – really big kid, but he was a senior last year, I think. Yeah. So Homewood Homewood's – a, Homewood's a scary trap game. That's, like – that's such a trap game. That's, like, death. Oh, my gosh. A trap game? Yeah. It's just like because yeah, I, I texted him and I said you should beat Anderson again, and he said I want to. <laughs> no, Lawrence, just just opt out of you know playing lacrosse. Actually, no, that's a terrible idea. Lawrence, do what you want, but please don't beat me. I told him to score on you. Stop uh, encouraging him. He will. <laughs> I I know he will. So I'm all for it. Um, bad, bad but friend. yeah, yeah. Let's see what else. What else were we gonna talk about? Icebreaker, icebreaker, icebreaker. Schedule. I got my schedule. We play Hoover. Wait. Hoover, Homewood, Vestavia. Okay. Oh yeah, I'll get to see how good home, uh, Homewood is. But and Hoover, we'll see how good Hoover. Is. Yeah, these are all good games. I always like. The icebreaker is always good, just to see where people. If I had are. to guess, if I had to guess who we play, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like we're gonna end up playing like Oak Mountain, Auburn, and Vestavia. That's what I bet would happen. If I had to guess our schedule, or Hoover, Oak Mountain, or no Hoover, Auburn, and Vestavia, there's gonna be Vestavia either way. Like, yeah, I hope so. I'll I'll film that game. Play, we always play Vestavia in the icebreaker, but or we'll find out. I'll, I'll find our schedule. Uh. What else? what else? Um, 
I don't know. I really don't know what to think of the season so far. Like what what's happening soon? Yeah, I don't know what teams are good because like Hoover can definitely be good just because <laughs> they have like a couple good players that can just carry. Yeah, but we'll see. Oh, we we play the icebreaker at Shack somehow. Wait, how is it at the Shack? The Shack like died. Yeah, but the lower fields are still open. Is it, are we only playing on two fields? There's three fields down there. Oh, yeah, right. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to find the schedule. Uh, I have the, the season schedule. They have the All-Star game again this year. The championship is the same day as last year. Um, they have the, the JV Jamboree. Where, where is the championship going to be? I don't know. I would assume Birmingham Southern, but it hasn't been decided yet. I think it'd be cool to play at, like, Whatever, what's the new stadium called? Protective Stadium, but there's no way that would ever happen. Dude, that'd be so sick. Oh, my gosh. It would be really cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, but, like, it, UAB probably would never not happen. But, I don't know. Or, like, Sanford Stadium. Somewhere. I Somewhere like cool. Just, like, I'm tired cool. of Birmingham Southern. You're in, like, the middle of nowhere. It's a little far. It's I mean, it's not far. It's just, like, yeah, in the middle of nowhere, but the the stadium's really nice and Hoover was nice I just I, mean, I didn't really enjoy playing at Hoover because it's Hoover yeah it's, it, I, it's like you play there in the season yeah it didn't make sense to me but whatever anyway. I guess yeah um yeah we are we just kind of sit here and um, just want to do ASMR now the first varsity game is January twenty eighth. For, for y'all? No, like that's when the first game for GBLA starts. It's the first game. Who's playing on January 28th? Probably James Clemens. Our first game is February 13th. Ours is the 5th, which is already early. That's like crazy. So that makes sense that someone will play. But that's a week before your game, though. Yeah. Who? That's probably Auburn, honestly. Wait, no. Auburn always opens with us. I have no, I don't know. And um, I don't know. We've been really active on Twitter, which is good. So everyone go follow our Twitter like right now and give us clout so we can become relevant and then we can get more of a following. And then um, I don't What happens if what's the upside for them if they follow us? That's funny, funny content on Twitter, I guess. Uh, yeah, funnies and uh, cool videos. Because those questions on there for you to answer. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think that's it. Yeah, we got a good interview. Um, I gotta like, you know what we need? We need more people to string sticks because Patrick strung my my goalie stick, and he did it like last minute before he left, and it's like it's like a salad bowl, honestly. I'm in the same. I'm in the same boat as you right now. It's hard to throw with. It's not that it's hard to throw with. It's just got like zero channel. Yours it's is like, yes, mine has no channel either. Like it, it's I don't know what's happening down here, but it's not good. Patrick, if you're listening. You uh, Patrick, I know that I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but we gotta we gotta up our up our game. We have a talk with you about the streaming Patrick, please. Stop doing that. It's terrible. I'll do that. It's just my new favorite dangerous. thing. How loud is it? Pretty. I mean, it's not really loud. It's just like really, really annoyingly like weird. I don't know how to explain it. It's strange. 
Um, well, yeah, I think that's it. Now for the interview with Sean Fernella. Yeah, awesome. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, interview. Bye-bye. All right. Well, welcome back. We're uh, with Sean Perdella. This is our interview. Um, Sean went to Mountain Brook. He's now started um, Sanford Lacrosse. He's the goalie there. Um, he founded more than four. Um, Stutz, am I missing anything? No, that's good. Okay. That's yeah. All right, Sean, we, we've been waiting for this podcast for a while. Really excited. Um, so let's just jump right into it. How did you get into lacrosse? Let's just start there. So lacrosse was really like the only contact sport my doctors would let me play. I think it's because they didn't know what it was. But <laughs> my brother had played lacrosse. And, you know, I couldn't play football, even though I always wanted to. That was off the table because of like brain injuries and all the surgeries I've had. So I just got on the Mount Brook lacrosse team. Um, my brother had played goalie. He's a little bit older than me. He was on like JV at the time. And uh, no one wanted to play goalie. So they needed goalies and I just wanted playing time. And that's basically what he did. So I played goalie because of my brother. And um, yeah, that's basically how I got into it is because, uh, because it was basically like kind of sport that uh just seemed really cool you know the sticks um it almost looked like hockey on on the field and that attracted me to it yeah uh, wait a little side note is your brother actually got my brother into lacrosse like he taught him yes how to play goalie so that's like a little full circle thing because yeah patrick and patrick i remember that that was like fall ball yeah it was like at, at Rathmel or whatever. And I remember uh, your brother taught him like how to play goalie. And I was like there, which is kind of wild. But. Exactly. Dude, I, I was there too. That was, that, that's crazy. The, the, uh, the full deep, deep South connection of lacrosse right there. Yeah. <laughs> the goalie tree. Uh, Sean, what, what made you create more than four and like explain to them what exactly it is? Yeah, so more than four is a nonprofit. Um, what we do is we work with athletes, teams, really anything to do with sports on wearing gold for childhood cancer. And um, more than four because less than all the money raised for all cancers, um, I, out of all the money raised for all cancers, excuse me, less than 4% goes to childhood cancer research. So that's kind of a, a common term in the childhood cancer community. But, you know, we work with a lot of athletes on wearing gold for, for childhood cancer. Like, we work with, like, NFL guys like Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, uh, a couple other dudes, Mohamed Sanu, you know, a couple guys across the league uh, here and there every once in a while. We work with uh, PLL guys, too, like Justin Gutterding. Uh, we worked with Miles Jones back in the MLL. So, you know, we've been, we've been jumping around uh, players, different sports, um, but yeah, it's, it's been really fun. It's really cool. Cause I get to connect my passions, you know, of 
hey, I want to raise money and awareness for cancer research, but I also want to work in sports. So it's cool to put the two together. Do you have a favorite athlete? <laughs> uh, I got to say, so Joey Bosa helped me start more than four. So when I was in the hospital, he promised me that after the draft, he was going to help me create something for childhood cancer research. So Joey, you know, it, without him, none of this would be possible. He was the one who, he immediately got signed by Adidas, connected me with Adidas. And we met Adidas like on Zoom and created the logo, created the branding, everything like that. So um, yeah, de definitely Joey, because without him, you know, none of this is possible at all. So yeah, that's pretty sick. See, I don't know, like, your story about, like, how you, like, how you got cancer or, like, anything like that. So, if you could, like, go into that and how that works. Yeah. So, I've had cancer four times, basically, my whole childhood. So, I, I got it first when I was two, and I relapsed, which means it came back. Like, I cured it, then it came back after, um, basically, up until my fifth grade year in elementary school. So I, I was 12 years old. I think that was, that would have been 2011, 2012, um, that year. Um, but yeah, I've just basically, you know, cancer is basically part of me. It's, it's been my story and, um, you know, I, I want to continue fighting it just, uh, in a different way with raising money. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. I, uh, not cool to have cancer it's not that's not cool <laughs> what what you did <laughs> thank you thank you good good clarification there <laughs> yeah <I'm... laughs> oh so how did you get Sanford lacrosse started I know it was a program before you came to Sanford but you yeah so, so I didn't I didn't start it so I'm the I'm the vice president so um there's the president is Nick Wagner he he's a great awesome guy so i i came in um freshman year and the program um so i'll just give a little bit of a backstory so nick was handed the program without really many directions on like how to run the club yeah and um nick did a great job at recruiting people in and getting people on the program and uh, Nick also does, like, if you look at our Instagram, Nick does all of our graphic design and, like, our videos. So he's helped make the lacrosse team look and feel official as well, um, which has been, like, one of our biggest strengths, you know. And, like, when you look at our Instagram and at our, our branding, it, it looks professional, like our logos, everything. But um, when COVID hit, our season was taken away. And I got together with Nick and I was like, uh, dude, we can, you know, Sanford's a perfect demographic for a lacrosse team. We should be better. We should have more players on the team and we, we can be a good club program. You know, it's a private Baptist school, um, mostly white people, which is like the demographic of lacrosse. Um, and then, a lot of wealthy people and you want to imagine how many people have played lacrosse at, at Sanford. Um, so like 
Sanford literally fits the stereotypical lax bro. <laughs> I mean, if, if you want to paint a picture, it's like that, that's kind of Sanford. Um, so, you know, we have guys who are new on the team and everything like that. So we're still, we're, we're hoping to have a 20 person roster, which is the biggest roster by far that we've ever had. But um, yeah, during COVID, Nick and I, saw the opportunity to grow the program where a lot of club programs really just kind of folded or stopped working, you know, and took a break over COVID. We fundraised. We did a lot of things. We got guys to come join the team. We got a guy from the football team uh, to join the team. His name is Sage. He's never played lacrosse. So like, we're trying to make it like, you know, they're, they're, there are like two types of, of club teams. There are the teams like Georgia Tech and Oregon and the teams in the MCLA that are super serious. They, they work out. They practice at 5, 5 a.m. They run like an NCAA program. We're more just like, hey, you're here to have fun. Our, our dues are really, really cheap. Um, we practice twice a week on game weeks and then we don't practice when it's not game weeks and uh you know it's more it's more laid back but but we have you know we have coaches we have uniforms we have helmets we have all of the the stuff that you want actually our head coach is Zachary Carroll who played for Mountain Brook and then went on to Denver and came back to Birmingham so you know we, we have great coaching Brian Dowd's helping us out coach Dowd from Mountain Brook. We have Malcolm Luttrell. He's also a Mountain Brook guy. You know, we have a couple other people helping us out. But uh, like, you know, we're an actual team, but Sanford's definitely a place where people should want to come to play lacrosse and not not be like super, super serious because a lot of club guys just get burnt out when they get to the club level because they've been playing year round and then they get to college and it's a club team. So it's not actually an NCAA team. So you have to pay to play and it's just a lot of work. So we're, we're not in the MCLA, you know, that's the, the very serious club league. Uh, we're joining the NCLL and we're just going to be more laid back, you know, here to have fun, but uh, we have the talent to win as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Instagram. Do you guys have any like games set up this spring so far? Yeah, so our schedule hasn't been released yet, but we're looking at a six-game schedule, which is the biggest schedule, again, we've ever had. Um, it's really hard, by the way, to schedule in the South because there just aren't very many teams. Um, but we're looking to change that, you know, and help other programs grow. Yeah. yeah. Do you all know who, who do you all play? Do you have any idea who you might play? Oh, yeah. So I, I can give you – I can't give you the dates, but I can give you who are going to play. So we do start the season versus Mississippi State. They're really strong. Sanford's never, ever beaten Mississippi State. So we're going to Starkville. I know that. Then um, we're either playing um, – oh, geez – anything we play dalton state we play morehouse we play uab we're gonna start like a cool rivalry thing with uab that's gonna be fun we love the guys over there um I'm trying to think 
who else? I think we might play Citadel. Um, we played Middle Tennessee State, and uh, th- that'll be a rematch. So we played MTSU in the fall. It was a really close game. That's the game that we had Nick Asello come. Close um, game bowl. And we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do that every year, too. We're going to try and move that to the spring. But uh, next year and then years after, we're going to try and get Nick Asello and other pro guys to come down for a game, which will be fun. And, you know, we're giving him his own post-game bowl, uh, as you said. So, yeah, I mean, the, the schedules, you know, it's uh, it's coming together, and it's uh, it's going to be really fun. Yeah, we were supposed uh, to come to the post-game bowl, and then – Yeah, we were. Stutz, I had a tournament up in Philly, and I forgot, Stutz, what were you doing that weekend? I had, like, a Birmingham tournament. Did you? Oh, yeah. That It just didn't work out at all. And then we were going to try and get Nick Osello on the podcast, it, and, and that didn't work either. So we missed twice. Yeah, we did. He left us on scene. He was like, yeah, I'll totally come on your podcast, and then left us on scene, and it really made me sad. So, oh, geez, we'll get them. Hey, we'll get y'all an exclusive interview the next time. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, crossed. Y'all, y'all are still going to do the podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get y'all an exclusive interview. You come, come down. Um, yeah. We, we'll get you, get a bunch of other guys. We're going to, we're going to make post game bowl uh, an annual thing. We're going to, I think, you know, it would be cool to do it with UAB just because, uh, you know, they're, they're Birmingham, but yeah. Yeah. Y'all should scrimmage the men's league. That's always, I went, we went no, to so, and UAB scrimmaged the men's league. And that was a really funny game. Yeah. Yeah. We would get, we would get waxed, dude. The men's league team is good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, I'm, they have like D1 then. guys. Cause they got like, Zachary Carroll played, like Justin Kane is on mm-hmm. the team. They got Ladarius Keevan. Like I'm sure they did not lose a face off. <laughs> no, no, they, they didn't. didn't. He was, it just, was, he was, it was just messing around. <laughs> I'm sure he did a couple with his eyes closed. He like reversed oh, the UAB Fogo guy. That was like I put that in our video for the fall because I thought it was so funny. And then <laughs> they switched to goalies like four times. <laughs> uh, Oh gosh, dude. Yeah, I heard that some other teams were getting pissed off that a men's league team was there. Oh, it was like Kentucky. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The Kentucky team was so hard. They were a bunch of hardos. And they're all (laughs) like we showed up and like they're warming up and they all have like matching helmets and everything, which is like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then they just start talking bad about every other team here. And then they get rolled by a men's league team with a bunch of like yeah. old fat guys. By oh, no. And they like, I try to do like interviews with each player and I, I only did Kentucky at first and they just kept like ignoring me or just like straight up telling me no. And it made me so annoyed. I just like stopped. I think yeah. I, I think I interviewed the men leagues team. Men's, yeah. Men's league was, that's like the only team I, I filmed them and then i filmed like auburn play like bsc and that one that game was actually like pretty good because auburn's club team's legit like yeah. i know i know their coach really he like he was like a goalie at richmond and he was like at a camp i was at 
I don't know how he got down in Auburn, but he's like a really good guy. So Auburn's legit. They are bad. I think he just I think that coach just the Rashers too. Yeah. I think he made that that team or whatever. Is Alabama good? Alabama's okay. not as good as Auburn. Yeah, not as good as Auburn, yeah. but they're not bad. Actually, Alabama may have beaten them in that tournament, though. Beaten Auburn? Yeah, they might. They might have actually beat them, but I don't remember. I know it was a close game. But we were supposed to be in that tournament. It's a shame. Really? Yeah, we had so we had so we had a couple things. Um, we had problems getting the money for the tournament in time. Um, and then we also. I mean, yeah, that was basically it. <laughs> we kind of get money. money in time. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's, it's, it's tough to get funding for these things. Yeah, yeah. especially, like, if you don't – you'll have, like, only 20 kids or less than. That's that's tough. But, like, it's a big deal that you're doing that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's more things to cover for us, more content, I guess, which is always good. So we're grateful yeah. for that. It, also, our team is like, I mean, our team is like mostly freshmen because, I mean, if, if you think about it, like, there are a lot of lacrosse players on campus, but, you know, the guys who are seniors are, you know, out of shape and haven't played for three years or, or more than that, maybe. Um, you know, it's just like people get burnt out. So, like, the freshmen are all so much better than we are. Like, it's hilarious. Like, if there's a goalie next year, I'm definitely riding the bench because, like, all these kids who come in from, like, Atlanta, well, we, we have, like, uh, I'm trying to think. We have a, a guy from St. Louis who's just insane. Um, we have a, a dude from Baylor who's, who's really good. Um, but, yeah, it, it, like, <laughs> it's funny how much better all the, uh, the younger guys. Like, you think it'd be the opposite, but all the younger guys are so much better. Yeah. Good stuff. Maybe maybe I'll win the club national championship with all these young guys. But yeah, uh, like we're we're we think that we're gonna have to like it's crazy. In three years, we think we might have to have like tryouts for the team because I mean, geez, we have like like ten or eleven freshmen on the team and of, of twenty players and. Uh, you know, if you get more than that or around 10 for three to four years, then you're looking at, like, a pretty large roster size. So yeah, and you get, like, Alabama numbers. They have so many kids. Auburn, Auburn's sideline was full. It was massive. It was ridiculous. Yeah, both of them. It's insane. Yeah. I, like, yeah, and, like, oh, what are you going to say? No, no, you say. You so, go. Part, part of our, like, uh, part of our, like, recruiting and, like, our strategy is we're going to, we're going to start, like, going to the local Birmingham schools and, like, you know, because there are people who, like, want to go to Sanford because, like, you know, for me, example, I went to Sanford because they have one of the, like, nation's best sports marketing programs. So, like, you know, Sanford has, like, a really good education um, and we kind of want to sell people on the fact that like hey if you want to like play lacrosse at another level but just have fun like Sanford is 
is like a really good place to come because it's like it's a great environment and uh like it's an awesome school but um we want to get to the point where we can be like other club programs that actually like talk to kids and like convince them to come to play the sport but which is uh which is pretty exciting yeah there's like a kid that we found he's like from alabama and he's in me and Stutz's class and he like committed to like some club program as a sophomore not a sophomore a junior yeah but like uh, like a week into becoming a junior yeah it was like dallas baptist really? or something i don't even know if they're they're like they're, let's pull this they're up. division they're division two so it, i don't think it's actually a club team i think it's actually a team but it's like a weird it's really strange i don't understand it but their baseball team is d1 i know that <laughs> Are they D2, like MCLA or something? I, yeah, they're definitely I MCLA because okay, they just yeah. pulled up their Instagram and they're like playing TCU. So it's definitely club. But Yeah, so that's like the league. Like, like we're, we're also Division II mm-hmm. area. Yeah, so like those teams, like the teams in the South are in Division II are like Kennesaw State, those, those guys. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. They're like by Kennesaw State's like the best program in, in the South in D2. Yeah. They're really good. So we had them on the schedule, but then uh it fell through because of like scheduling and then uh budget. Again, that's another thing. Like we can't, you know, we can't have like a a 20 game schedule because of one because of scheduling, but two because like you know it costs money to do all this stuff. Like travel, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, travel and like pay refs, not to call the games, <laughs> but to <laughs> officiate, officiate. Yeah, officiate. But um, yeah. Anyways, let's let's open up the the yearbook again. Go back to high school. What was your favorite Mountain team to be a part of? What year? Oh geez. Um. The year that we lost to Briarwood in the uh, in the um, L. I guess L. it was the semis. Yeah, L. That was a really fun year just because of the chemistry. And that was like, oh, my gosh, dude. I got on the team, and, like, there was just a shortage of goalies because, like, Drew McGill transferred out, and Cole Clark was our starting goalie. And I came in, and I was just awful. Like, I had no business being on the team. I was just terrible. Uh, I grew a lot that year, so that was pretty cool. Like, me joining the team, like, oh, my gosh. That was just a crazy year because Coach Dow, like, he got on me so hard because I was just – I was awful. I was stepping away from the ball. Um, I had my brother's hand-me-down stick that had just an unbelievable amount of whip, and it would just throw straight into the ground. And I wasn't, like, the smartest kid. Like, I was a pretty – pretty dumb kid running around there and it took me so long to figure out that I needed to get a new stick like I thought it was just me that I couldn't throw out of the stick but it was just old gross mesh had like mold on it it was ripping (laughs) and and uh I, I was terrible uh the next year was also pretty fun you know obviously the year that was that was coach Dow's last year that year we won it I think so, yeah. Spain Park. Y'all beat Spain Park, right? Yes. Yes. That I think 
that was that might have been the game that it rained and like what was that the game we had one game where it like was a two-day championship because of weather that was that, that was 2019 Stadia. yes that was a yeah that was a that was crazy too i remember i so went like, to the first day of that and then it rained and i didn't come to the second one yeah um oak mountain this year yeah I don't. I'm. I've never had to play a two game, a two day it's game, not, but they just seem miserable. Yeah, and it, then, like, like it was terrible. You like you like. It depends on how much you have to play the next day. But for us, we had to play seven minutes the next day, like only, or like <laughs> nine. It was just like, why? Why did we come? There's no point. Wasn't it like I two? Know. I thought it was like two minutes. Yeah, you know what? It may have been two minutes, and we were up by like three. It was like if they scored that many points in two minutes i think we should just like quit as a team but like and like going to what's your mindset going into the game like how do you that's so weird you're just like i don't know like we held the ball the entire time we had like two shots and then we held the ball the whole time just like imagine just warming up for an hour just to chase around yeah yeah, for two minutes i remember like the last there was like the last 30 seconds and luke chucked the ball as high as he could and it like stayed there like it just like the amount of air time was ridiculous didn't you try to have a practice afterwards too no we went home because no like we had a playoff game the next day because we were supposed to have like a, a day in between i don't know why like they should give you like a couple days because the same thing happened for us i think we played in like the same week but we, we had all of our games the same week we played james clemens and we played oak mountain and auburn and west Asia. but they were all within like two days yeah that's, Jeez. that's absurd we we had like who was it bob jones on like sunday and then um what was it Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, we had Vestavia, and then we lost. But you know, it's whatever. I wish you guys beat them. Now, now to the the best question, Sean, Chipotle or Moe's? Dude, Moe's all the way. Oh dude. my gosh, dude! About this, I swear. Bro. Okay, first of we all, have too many Mountain Brook people on this you have a, podcast. You have a Moe's close to Sanford. No, too. it's not. It's not a Mountain Brook thing. It's, it is a Mountain Brook. It's a thing. health conscious thing. All right, here, <laughs> no. here, it, is. here it is. Chipotle, Chipotle, all their, all their marketing, all, all, it's all a scam. First of all, Chipotle brags about how healthy their meats are. Their meat gave like so many people E. coli, bro. That do you remember that? Six years ago, okay. That's still Dude, I don't care. Nice. I don't care. No, no, I remember, bro. And every time I eat Chipotle, I feel like I'm about to die. And then also, also, do, do they still make you pay for your chips? Yeah, yes, they do. It's like yeah. five All extra right. dollars. It's Game not over. five extra no dollars. I'm, I'm Googling this. I'm Googling it right now. A Mexican restaurant making you pay for your chips? What What horrible world do we live in? Where, Chili's, where the Chili's makes you pay your for your tacos? chips, man. Like, and it's it the greatest Chili's. restaurant of all time. Chili's isn't – I've never even been to Chili's. Nor have I. Just not, oh my gosh! I it's only a Mountain Brook thing though, because there is no Chipotle's in Mountain Brook, so the people I live just in don't know. There's a there's a Chipotle right there's, near me, and he's got ben, he's got he's in between. He's got a Chipotle and a Moe's right next to him. Well, that's true. 
He's just Chipotle. choosing the better option. How much do chips cost? Like two dollars. See, two dollars. Not... See, that's too much. It's too much. It there's one. Free. There's a Chipotle on thirty-one, and then there's yeah, one that's downtown. the one that everyone goes to. This is the deciding factor. If Chipotle, how much the queso cost? Okay. Chipotle is not marketed off its queso. No, their queso actually is not. No, their chips suck. That's what sucks. Their chips. Their chips do not suck. Oh, my gosh. Yes, they do. Most chips are way better. Yeah. Most chips are pretty good, dude. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. uh, Sean, what what do you listen to before games? Like, tell us your pregame playlist. Well, in high school, I didn't – I read the bench. So – I would just goof off, kind of. I'm not the model player that you want to uh, <laughs> you want to look after. But in college, you know, things change because I'm pretty much the only goalie on the team. Um, uh, what do I listen to? I like Eminem a lot because he, like, you know, yeah. lyricist. Um, then I like – I really like Linkin Park because it makes me angry. I like to be angry. <laughs> Uh, I have some Red Hot Chili Peppers, mostly rock music, um, Black Sabbath. Um, if y'all know who Nick Lauer is, he played on the team, the Mount Brook team, uh, a couple of years ago, won a championship, won, won two. Uh, Deepol, he, uh, he has like a heavy rock playlist that I just go to. Yeah. I don't think he knows that. I think he'd be proud, but it's a solid heavy rock playlist. Does he still add on to it today? Or is it the same one from high school? Oh, um, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. It's pretty much the same. All right. Let's end with what's your coolest story with a pro player? Because you get to interact with those people more often than anyone else. So what's the coolest story that you have? Honestly, getting – uh, DMing Nick Acello on Twitter and getting him to come to Birmingham, Alabama, and he was he was like like in like people I don't know about to drop some truth on y'all real quick. People outside of Birmingham and especially people outside of Alabama don't look at us as a top destination to come to on like a tour or anything you know yeah dude it's understandable it's a shame so like getting him to come so like we you know we went all out for the post game bowl we got logos next year we're gonna go we're gonna do like shirts we're gonna do a lot more um but like that that's just pretty crazy how we pulled that together like we pulled that together in like a month too like it was really short notice. Like everything we did. Yeah, my so, brother Patrick he held DM Nick Osella like on the regular too. Like half the, like couple like post graphics or whatever, and Patrick made them. He's he's a Nick Osella oh, fanboy really? just like you. He's yeah, like, but like <laughs> like weirder. Yeah, he he like um, what is it? He'll reply to like every tweet, anything like. Evan Malloy says, or Nico Sello, or like any of those people on Twitter, he follows all of them and replies to like everything. Yeah. I love their like sarcastic tone on Twitter. Oh, they're like, it's like, what's the one that always gets people? And it's like, oh my gosh. Oh, 
the, like whenever there's a football player who played lacrosse, they just go crazy. Yeah, this and is the first like, ever NFL player to play lacrosse. Yeah, and it gets them all. The, it gets everyone. People get pissed too. <laughs> like people actually get mad at them. They're just like trolling out there. Um, try to think of another, another cool one. Maybe like not lacrosse, like related. Working with the Bosas is fun. You know, um, Joey's really cool. Um, trying to think. I brought like my favorite favorite memory was like I'm a we're Yankees fans and I got to like meet the Yankees. That's that was pretty sick. cool. That's but good. I saw like you know, I was walking down. Have you ever seen the other guys? Yeah. Yeah. So you know how he's like walking in the hallway and he oh, sees like Derek Peter and he shoots him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we were like walking down the tunnel and like, you know. I basically like I saw all the like Yankees heroes and I always thought about like like I saw I met I got to meet like it was like I forgot what year the team was, but it was like prime Yankees. So all the guys were on the team. Yeah. And uh and I was walking out of the hallway and all I could think of was other guys. But I, I walked down like literally the hallway from the from the uh I guess wherever their locker room to the batting cage then up to the like dugout and like you it was weird seeing the outlines of like these superstars and then they're just like right there yeah that's sick all right it's pretty cool sean is there any way like if people want to join sample across or anything do you want to plug anything that's what i'm yeah. that's what i want to ask like donate to more than four well we're we're we have a, a recruiting director and we're gonna start coming out to the high schools. I'll see. I'll see you and Coach Coach Oates probably in the future. Coach Oates, let's go. Dude, Coach Coach Oates and I go back far. If Coach Oates, listen. If Coach Oates ever gets really, really far in in coaching lacrosse, he's part of my coaching tree. I'm gonna go ahead and claim that because uh, he helped coach um, the uh, more than four travel lacrosse team that we that we ended dude that was not i'll go ahead and say that (laughs) if you're thinking about starting a travel lacrosse team don't do it it's horrible don't do not do it i did not expect to have that much drama and politics and just i'm gonna go ahead and save you from a lot of stress don't do it john do you remember um it, it was the practice and it rained and we had to sit in the press box and you had Chinese food and you like looked away and Richard like ate all of it. Oh, dude. <laughs> Richard and Evans and just, <laughs> nah, man. That, those are stories for another day. Another day. All right. We have like less than a minute. So I'm going to close this out because I don't pay for Zoom. Thank you for coming on, Sean. Uh, best podcast ever. Um, uh, follow Sean on Instagram and follow more than four and donate and all that stuff and go Sanford. Yeah. Go dogs. Go.